Well, it was a big uh, weekend uh, last weekend as uh, the uh, 2009 and 2011 Ranfurly Shields winning uh, South and Stags uh, crew got together uh, again and uh, there was plenty of reminiscing, no doubt about that. And uh, we can bring in uh, South and Rugby Centurion, Jason Rutledge, who was a member, of course, of uh, both of those successful uh, sides, who's with us now on the uh, All Sports Breakfast. And, uh, Cabbage, I guess it's a good uh, example to what, uh, to what a good night uh, you obviously had on Friday night. You are a bit of a no-show this time last week on the old uh, radio show. That wasn't good scheduling, actually, to schedule Saturday morning chat on the radio after uh, after you boys got together Friday night. <laughs> no, I was dead to the world, mate. Like, uh, it, it, uh, it was good catching up with all the boys, as you can imagine, and uh, was got carried away, which uh, well has to be done, I suppose. When we won the Shield, I uh, always said I couldn't wait to the first reunions and ones after that. So yeah. it was good catching up with everyone. Good old crew got together, eh? I mean, uh, well, what sort of turnout did you have? You, you, there wasn't there wasn't too many you were missing by the looks of the uh, no, by the looks no, of the no, debriefs. We, um, oh, I think we had thirty odd, like yeah. um, probably just those boys that are still still out there earning some good money playing some professional rugby are the ones that are missing. And uh, Kenny's over in France coaching, so Kenny was missing. Whopper was he's heading to America to start a bit of coaching and playing. Josh and Robbie are in. Uh, in Japan, Joe, I'm not where Joe is, Joe's still playing somewhere, so yeah, it's just a, just a wee group of them that are still playing and, and going well, but um, yeah, most of the other ones made the effort to get there, so it was good. Yeah, outstanding. So uh, you got to have a look, actually. Did, did I read somewhere that it was the first time you'd actually sat down as a team and watched those, get, watched those games on TV together? Well, it's not just as a team, like probably, I'd, I'd never seen this whole game myself, so it was, is that right? it was quite... It was quite cool sitting there and and just going over bits and pieces that you you forget about and we bits in the game. So yeah, no, it was very cool. cool. Goof had uh, both games there, so um, probably towards the end of the last game it was getting pretty blurry, but, <laughs> but it was yeah, no, it was pretty cool. And even even Tom Conroy came up there and and it was pretty cool just to have him there, hearing his voice commentating and um, him there with us. And yeah, everyone was there, so yeah, it was very good. Outstanding. Hey, so take us back, mate. I mean, what what when you when you had a look back at it, what were those little things that uh, that, that stood out? What do you uh, you know? What, what do you one remember from back there? And then what were the the things that you uh, reminisced about the other night? I just I think the um, it's amazing that the, the crowd that was there. Like it was um, just listening to the crowd towards the end of the the first game, I suppose, with the um, the chanting and the yahooing, and it was all for South, and so it was it was. Really cool. Like there's obviously been a lot of people made that journey out there, and and um, I imagine it sticks pretty fondly in their memories that they travelled up there and they've travelled so many probably other times and come close or got hidings, but to be there that day and um, the crowd was right into it. So yeah, definitely the first game it was the crowd was was awesome. Um, the second game, I, I think um, probably been nearly catching that ball off the kickoff. That always sticks in my memory from that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just quite a weird game. The sort of just um, being at Rugby Park, it was totally different, and we sort of get changed in a wee. Um, it was like a public um, change room at the out the out the back of the ground. So yeah, it was totally different. But yeah, I always remember being nearly taking that kick is probably the highlight of that game. Yeah, and 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 I guess we've talked a bit about this last weekend uh, on the show as well too. But uh, I mean, winning the things were amazing, but particularly that two thousand nine run from a defence, you know, defending the thing, especially that Otago game. Um, I mean, how you know what about what about those experiences in front of your uh, home fans to be able to deliver as you did uh, then too? I mean, that must be something that you. Uh, that, that you feel pretty great about too. 
Yeah, and and watch Otago doing it now. You can see how how yeah. teams grow another league when they when they've got it, and it's it's been great watching Otago sort of battle away away from home, but then come back and and really bar up for it. So yeah, I like that first game against Otago. It was really nerve wracking. Like uh, we didn't want to give it away first game, especially back to Otago. So that, well, we obviously had the two before that. They they were awesome, but yeah, Otago the first real one. Yeah. And uh, that, that was that was tight and uh, sneaking over that one. But the one that really sticks with me is the Auckland game after the snow and all the farmers and and the stadium and everything everything that happened that week. To um, and I, I don't know what the what the stats were on us beating Auckland or drawing drawing with Auckland. Um, it hadn't happened for a long time, so I, I I think that Auckland game was pretty cool. Yeah, one that sticks in my memory the most. I bet it does, mate. I bet it does. Uh, and uh, just a shame that uh, the old uh, Staggies couldn't uh, put the uh, put the finishing touches on. You boys upstairs must have been uh, cock a hoop at half time in that uh, in that Stags Man or Two game last week. Yeah, shit, you know, we couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. Like the the tries they were scoring were perfect. Like they planned moves and then they worked hard for some tries. They deserved to be probably up by more. Like Manu only touched the ball once or twice and they scored that one try. So they really should have gone into half time probably. 20 odd up, I mean, more than like 25 up or something. So, um, yeah, oh, they look great. But, um, yeah, the man or two looked awful. And then the other way, half time, and it went the other way. As soon as Lamapi decided to play, yeah, it certainly hurt us. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame that, wasn't it? I mean, what, um, what, how did you reconcile that up on the box? What were the what were the sort of the, the talk there? You know, with such a strong performance there, did they just uh, you know lose all the juice in that in that first half? Because they man, they didn't let them uh, have a snuff really, did they? I suppose they used up a bit of petrol doing that. Yeah, I, uh, it's, it's hard to sit up there and, and criticise or it's like it's a team that you love and, and, you, and it's frustrating and and I, I know that Jason Cowell and, and Dave and everyone's trying their hardest, and um, they'll be getting frustrated as much as anyone. But I suppose the, the problem they got is their their whole job is is based around results, and yeah. they're not getting results at the moment. It's a bit different for a player. You can be on a losing team and still play well and still get recognised in the season, saying you had a good season. But it's just for a coach, it's just killing them because they can't get across the line. And I, I don't know what it's, it's. The easy thing is to say they're unfit, but yeah, I don't think they're unfit because. But the problem is every second half they they seem to go to sleep. So mm. I don't know how, how do you fix it is the problem. So um, I, and it's been happening for three years now. Like I don't think we've had a good second half for probably three years. So it's it's frustrating. Absolutely. Hey, listen, and a final word, mate, uh, in terms of the women's uh, game. I mean, I know it's something that uh, obviously you've been involved in uh, this season. I mean, just uh, talk us through how how it's gone and uh, and what's next in that space. You know, that was uh, a really different sort of challenge and um, a full credit to uh, Barry Smith. He was head coach and he did a hell of a lot of work behind the scenes organising stuff and and in regards to a lot of things like sponsorship. Like the whole the whole women's team had sort of gone from being quite strong back in the 80s and early 90s to just going off the radar. So it was just trying to get that back up and running to a level where we can hopefully put a hand up for, for our apartment next year. Um, we got away on a good old bus trip, so we on the bus to Christchurch and back, so that was it was like old times. But um, we, we played Tasman and Canterbury B up there. Uh, we lost by, I think it was 20 to Canterbury B, who are a really strong team. I think they wouldn't be far away from Far Palmer Cup themselves. And we lost 
by 30 to Tasman. So, and I watched Tasman play the other day on TV. So they're, they're I think they're actually winning when I was watching that game. So I, the girls would have to take a bit of confidence that they're not far away. They just just need a bit more. Um, I would say just a bit more coaching, and they really need to get 15 aside. Um, a comp coming down, going down here at the moment. It's 10 aside, and it's really hard to go from a 10 aside comp where you're not pushing in scrums to try and full on scrums and designated positions. So I think that's their big key for next year. They really need to get 15 aside rugby going to help help them get into that Farrah Palmer Cup. But, yeah, there's definitely girls around and there's a lot of them playing for other provinces that have sort of said if Southland can get their team up and going, it would, they would come back. And um, I watched them launch the the um, women's thing and there was 13 teams there in one spare seat. So yeah. it would be nice if we can, we can fill that role. Yeah, my oath, mate. Hey, listen, good stuff, uh, Jace. Thanks, thanks for your time. Uh, appreciate your uh, your thoughts and uh, and good to catch up. Uh, you keep up the great work, man, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Pleasure, Nick. Cheers, mate. Catch up.